You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I threw a Fumisori Superior Pakanishi Teriyaki in there. Good luck spelling that. <laughs> I can't even spell that, and I know what the word is. All right. Almost as good as cold pizza. Welcome back to Twig. I'm Proxy. <laughs> I'm Sarah. Uh, we are running we, a running a short crew again. Yeah, this we are week. down one Morgan this week. One Morgan. She's not feeling well, but that's okay. No. She's gonna be fine. She'll be back. It's just, you know, she's not here. Yeah, we should have brought all the stuff to her. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like podcast. breakfast in bed, but like it's just a microphone in your face. Oh my god. It's yes. Like, okay. Talk video games. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. I'm racking, well, I'm racking my brain to think of the things that I've played this past week. What have you played this past week, if anything? I, yeah. It feels I, like it's been a weird week. Super has. I've been on my Spyro kick still. I'm trying still 100% all three games, which is actually harder than I thought. There's, because in Spyro 1, there's a flying, like, you have to fly and hit all of the things in the short amount of time levels. That I'm so bad at. I tried. I came extremely close to beating the first one, which is the easiest one. And I missed by literally one second. I would have gotten it. And in order to get all of the gems and 100% the game, you have to 100% those stupid levels. So in every, sing- in every single world, I'm going to... It's going to take me a while to get through those. And then there's one level... Later in the game, I don't remember which world it's in, called Treetops. That is actually the hardest one. You have to, like, run down, charge down a path. One of those, um, like, charge up, charge them up paths. You have to run and then jump off and land on another one. And then jump off and aim just right and land on another one. Run up it backwards. And then jump high up in the sky and then fly. And you fly down to where the last egg and dragon are and the last gems in that level fucking impossible can't do it i tried for like half an hour i can't do it i just i need to just keep practicing but it's infuriating so like i'm 60 percent of the way through that level and then otherwise i've 100 percented all the other levels that i've opened in every other world it's infuriating it's like so painful oh to look at it and be like i'm 83 percent of the way through the game the only thing holding me back is these stupid flying levels and then treetops Wow. And I I thought I was a lot further in the third one than I am, but the mistake, the mistake, the mistake they made with the second and third Spyro games are that there's so many fucking tasks you have to do. Like you have to like get through the level, accomplish the thing that the level wants you to do, and then also do like four more things in order to get all of the gems and all of this and all of that. And it just feels like a lot of garbage. It just feels like they couldn't... It, like, what was so wrong about like, go to every world and save all the dragons and get all the eggs? What was so difficult about that? And I didn't really realize that until this week because I started playing two Ripto's Rage for the first time oh, in a long time. I didn't really like it as much. I definitely played it as a kid, but I definitely didn't like it as much as the first one and the third one. 
And I was like, oh my God, every level is like a little fucking chipmunk will walk up and be like, will you save my family? And you save his family. And he's like, thanks. And then his friend is like, oh my God, can you kill all eight of these things? It's going to take you some time and you're not going to be able to because you have to unlock the ability to climb and also unlock the ability to hover and also unlock the ability to charge certain things and do like a hover stomp. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I get that they were like, we have to make the game interesting but they made it annoying is what they did they were like you can't you have to come back to every level five times because it you won't unlock certain abilities until halfway through the game so you're going to start here and you're going to come back a bunch of times to finish the level if i can't 100 percent a level when i open the level why am i playing this game but i still really want to 100 percent it i'm like for replayability I'm, I can like hear the pitch room now with that. Like, yeah, guys, hear me out. So we can't put a lot of levels on here. But what if we made like certain areas of those levels unable to be accessed until after you've got to the end of the game <laughs> and then players get to come back and they can try all new things? Yeah, it's like a whole new world, but it's the same old world. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, that's such a great idea. But instead of that, it's worse because what if. You just had to come back to the same thing five times because it's like, okay, now I can climb, but I can't get that chest because it needs me to jump and then hit triangle so that I do a ground stomp. But you don't unlock the ground stomp until God knows when, because I haven't done it yet. And it's like, why are you like this? (laughs) And then they took the flaws from the second one, cut out half of them and put them into the third one. And they put the thing, some of the things I liked from the first one into the third one. So the third one is great, but it does have too many tasks. There's too many, like, side quests that I don't give a shit about. I just want to save all the eggs. That's as easy as it should be. Save the stuff. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. That's how easy it should have been. And yet they made, like, four seasons of Heroes. Didn't need to be that difficult. (laughs) Anyway, I think I did play some Animal Crossing on Wednesday because I was deliriously like exhausted and meant like my brain had melted out of my head and i brought my ds with me to the hospital ps morgan's at the hospital she's fine though (laughs) i brought my ds with me to the hospital because i was like we could be here four days i don't know i truly don't know better bring everything i own just in case so i had my ds like in my hand and i was like i could put this away or i could play animal crossing so i played five minutes of animal crossing and i was like damn it Back on that Animal Crossing shit. (laughs) Nice. What did you play? Oh, boy. Okay, so... What in the world? We finally, finally beat Gaius. God, that was so. I know I said I wasn't going to bother bringing up like my stream stuff, but this was such a moment (laughs) because it was it was like the Jevil fight all over again, where it's just entire streams getting consumed trying Mm -hmm. to fight one boss who has an ungodly number of stages for. (laughs) But like stage two is the worst of them, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Yeah. So it's just it's enraging. And we had to go back and do a bunch of stuff and level up a couple dozen times, do a lot of grinding and then get yeah. some items before we could come back and successfully do it. And even then, we – I mean, it's not like we were close to death. It wasn't like a photo finish kind of deal, but it still <sighs> – It was – you still did it I felt within very, an hour. I still feel very accomplished having beat the game because the difficulty spike just exponentially <laughs> right at the end. The end was like the freaking – 
it, yeah, it seemed like a crazy There's disjoint. A word for it. I don't. Yeah, the singularity. Mm. It just kind of whoop, there it goes. Yeah, it seems really like crazy hard compared to the rest of the game. The rest very, of the game, just like blip 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 yeah. blip blip blip. Very satisfying to watch you win, though. You got so many fucking bits just for winning, I, I think. I did. It was so really good. good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, outside of Dust and Persona that we did for stream, let's see. I played some Dauntless with uh, Annabelle and Rody. Hell yeah. Which was great, except for, you know, last night, every time we won a battle, Rody would send me cursed images on Discord. Oh, no. And I was like, why are you like this? She's like, this is what I live for. So I I live in a world of nightmares. But great. Uh, I, I never want to see those with my human eyes. Me, neither did I. <laughs> I will spare you. Thanks. Because oh, things you cannot unsee. Um my god, I have been aching all week to play some Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I don't know why. I do know why. It's because Al has never played a Mass Effect game. Yeah. And I was like. Ah, oh, dude, you gotta you gotta be here for our Mass Effect Two stream because I love that game, and because you can romance aliens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I was like, I'm gonna look up a romantic alien scene for you so that um, you can have an understanding of what kind of grounds this game broke when it came out. Yeah, because it was still when Mass Effect One came out, and they were like, you can have sex with alien. People thought that was like completely. People were like, "Should this game be banned?" Yeah, and now it's just so and now commonplace. If, if a game doesn't have some sort of monster romance, I'm not interested. Yeah, <laughs> so frankly, I was looking it up. I was just gonna find like um, one of the scenes with I think Liara, and yeah. I ended up finding the entire romance section of Andromeda um, with PB. I don't, I, I, he's the Asari that you meet right off the bat. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah. All right. And I was like, things got better. <laughs> so we scrubbed to the end, and it's just like, oh, my God, they actually animated stuff. Hell, yeah. They, oh, boy. They learned. They learned things. Yeah. Also, it didn't look like total trash like when we first played it. So, yeah. Well, we'll see where that goes it's and gets still, us. When I, when I played it months after it came out, but when I played it very briefly for like a few hours... Graphically was great. It's just that it, I played for a few hours and I was like, I don't really understand what I'm doing here. Like, there's nothing here that's making me go, hell yeah, this is already so great. I was like, I don't really get, like, what's my purpose, you know? Mm. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I got to make it through the beginning part of the game. Yeah. And I think having a stream to do that in will actually keep me going. on task. Yeah. Because I find it easier to keep pressing on with the boring beginning parts of games when I'm like, there's people there chatting with me. Yeah. Because then I'm not sitting around going, I should be doing something productive with my time. I'm like, (laughs) I am doing something productive with my time. These people are fun to chat with. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's about it. The heck else did I load up on Steam? I loaded something. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't that important if I can't remember. Oh, and for Villa. I played for Villa. Of on course. Devices. On my phone. <laughs> on devices. Because, as you know, I've been on a security risk yes. like thing. Um, I, I'm going to tell you a fun story about why, what kicked that off. Oh, God. Yeah, So, 
so right now, for those that don't know, uh, I'm working on resecuring every account that I own, which is tedious. A lot. It's a lot. I've done so many, but I have so many left to go, and I'm <laughs> trying to keep them sorted and organized at the same time. Yeah. And so, like, I'm using a password manager to do it so that every account has a separate password and Which they're all ridiculous. Everybody should do. Highly recommend. If everybody had a password manager, if everybody in the whole world had a password manager and every account had a different password, then all of these like data breaches where information is bought and sold by hackers would never happen again. It would never happen. Potentially. <laughs> Go on. It depends with how quickly like, hey, uh, all your information for Dropbox got out again. Whoops. We probably shouldn't have left it outside. Yeah. You should probably change your passwords because they've all been leaked. Thanks, Dropbox. It's like an every six months thing with them. Anyway. Talk about uh, dropping the ball. Drop ball. Drop ball. <laughs> anyway. So it's a tedious process. And of course, I'm signed into a bunch of different things. It's, it's inconvenient to say the least. Yes. To start off. It's becoming more convenient as I'm getting everything moved over. Yeah. Um, but so what happened is I was going through my email because I was bored as hell. I'm just going through my email and I'm like, hmm, I haven't got an email about our website in a while. I'm going to go check spam. Good news. This has nothing to do with our website being broken again. Terrific. Um, I know it can't possibly be my fault this time. Nope. So. <laughs> so. I was like, because I was just looking for the database backups. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, there it is. And so I like, I just told Google, hey, this isn't spam. Please mm -hmm. forward this to me. I ask for this once a week. Yeah. And uh, well, so that was fine. Google's problem is that if you delete something without reading it, it thinks it's spam. And it's like, I, it doesn't mean it's spam. It just means I don't want to read it. Which I, is. I need it. I just don't want to read it. Stop it. <laughs> which also like, would you consider spam unsolicited advertisement? Yes. For the most part? Yes. Dear Google, don't <laughs> add spam to my inbox. I'm so sick of seeing ads for shit in my <laughs> inbox. And it says ad right next to it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm going through my, it's just too freaking ad, ad. And then I tell it, no, I don't want to see this. And it goes, tell us why. And exactly none of the reasons are, please don't put fucking ads in my inbox, you piece of shit. Yeah, you're Google. You don't need to do this. I don't really see that. I get that. ads everywhere else. I don't need them in my email. Yeah. Thank you. I pay extra on some things, so I don't see that. I don't. See those, but I usually am using Adblock on my computer. Who's going through their email and like they see an ad and they're just like, "Ooh, I'm gonna click on this." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back uh, to the yeah. story. So I'm going through my emails and there's one that's got like a big freaking triangular exclamation warning symbol, and I'm like, "Those are always fun." What is that? And I'm I didn't open it. I just looked at the subject line, and it was like, um. You need to secure your accounts and it didn't specify an account. It wasn't from anyone in particular, but it says one of your passwords is and it had one of my Linux generated passwords. Oh, no. That I've been using for years. What a weird um, email. It, that particular password is one that I haven't used in a while mm -hmm. since I switched everything over after the website got taken. Yeah. A while back. But um, so I was like, that's unnerving for you to put that in the subject line. Uh huh. It's kind of like if you got an email. And it was just a picture attachment, and the picture was of you in your house. <laughs> it's right. It's like very unsettling in a really weird way. But it's yeah. like you in a house you haven't lived in in seven years. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> Basically. And I was like, that's kind of creepy. I'm going to change everything. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. It's tedious, but oh my God. It feels so good because at the same time, I've also been decluttering and like deleting mm -hmm. accounts I don't need. Digital and, decluttering is real. Oh, and it feels so good. Yeah. 
It literally feels like a weight is taken off my brain whenever I delete more than one gig of information it off my computer. It feels like I'm defragging my brain. Yeah. To just not have to worry about these things. Yeah. But anyway, that's my rant. That's what I've been up to. <laughs> uh, let me get a password manager. Get a password manager. I mean, this the thing is, I went with a free one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using KeePass. That's K E E Pass. Because that's a free open source thing you can just download from SourceForge, and it's really good. It's all local, mm-hmm. so like it's not stored in the cloud. Yep. And the the main database file has a master password, so even if someone like were to break into my computer and steal the database file, they still have to guess my forty seven character master password. Good luck, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I threw a Fumisori Superior Pakanishi Teriyaki in there. Good luck spelling that. <laughs> I can't even spell that, and I know what the word is. Right. <laughs> Hearing it pronounced doesn't help you spell it at all. Nah. It's spelled weird. Anyway, uh, but there's also services like LastPass, but they're like $2 a month after your first 30 days, which is a really minuscule amount for to pay for security. Oh, yeah. But that will, like, they have browser extensions that will autofill for you, and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's super more convenient. And I've heard good things about the way that they encrypt everything, but, like... yeah. I'm I'm doing the the old fashioned version of the new fashion thing, I guess. <laughs> you have to, you also have to do what's best for your life. Like a password manager, I would love to use one, but it's so inconvenient for me because I use so many different computers during the day. Like I could use up to four different computers at in one work day. So it's like if I were to try to sign into like my Google account at work, right now I just click a button on my phone and it lets me in. But if I had to like open up a bunch of things and allow it to, it feels like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's... I have to, like, get over myself, basically. Yeah, I mean, really, we sacrifice security for convenience so many times looking at you, Facebook. Oh, my God, yeah. That it's... I wish I could just cut the cord already. I mean, I essentially have. I just... The account's not deleted because then they'll boot me out of my Facebook page for Yeah, Dude, which I haven't used in forever anyway. So, like, I'm almost wondering why bother. Yeah. Do we need a Facebook presence? Honestly, where Facebook has literally outwardly said, pages are useless. Start a group for your fans, which PS is also not the best option because they're literally hiding page posts from people. It's like, is it worth it? I don't know. Yeah. The only only pages I ever see things from are pages I don't follow. I don't know how that works. (laughs) If you're listening to this and you actually like check our Facebook page. First off, I'm sorry, we haven't updated anything in about a year and a half. Secondly, uh, leave a comment and let me know that you actually care about it. I'll put a little petition out. It'll be like, save the clock tower. But it'll just be like, save our Facebook page. Do you give a shit enough about this page to (laughs) for me to keep my Facebook account? Or should I shut it all down? Yeah. Pull the plug. Meet us on Discord, fam. It's where we're at. It's where we live now. I feel like the world especially the internet has changed so much in the last few years where Facebook used to be great, but now it's like I could look at any post that's been up forever that we've shared a million times and it's been seen by like 30 people. Yep. And it's like, great. That's because I'm not paying money for them to show it to more people. No, because it's stupid and pointless. (sighs) But on lighter news, let me tell you about some of the games coming at you next week. So Tuesday, July 30th, we've got the Blackout Club for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Mutant Year Zero, Seed of Evil for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. On Wednesday, July 31st, we'll have Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. 
Uh, wait, Ace, is this like a three title game? It It's Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. The ADFX. Everything, everything that comes after that is the DLC's name. ADFX <laughs> Tax Zero One Morgan DLC for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And crystal defense for pc yeah the ace combat 7 had like four more dlcs that came out within the last few months and every time i saw it i was like wait what that just came out but wait no it didn't it was another dlc name but what the fuck is happening yeah. and so that's what happens when you throw symbols into your names of stuff is i get confused because i'm dumb same thursday august 1st fortnite season 10 for ps4 xbox one switch and pc and friday august 2nd Dry Drowning for PC and Madden 20 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. They sound like the same game. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that being said, uh, we don't have anything for next month's anything yet. Because nope, the month. It's not that time. The month does not end until next week. That's true. So. So we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with some gaming news. Yeah. <laughs> This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. You've entered into a world not of sight and sound, but of sound. Welcome back. <laughs> if there's not sight and there's not sound, then this ain't no podcast. No. I mean, if there's no sound, this is not a podcast. You can have no sight and still listen to us. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, because Morgan is out sick today, I will give you the posterity of the situation. This is This Week in Gaming, episode 120. Today, we are recording on the 26th of... July. Does it say July? Okay. I was like, did I put you? Oh, I'm not reading your notes. I'm just looking at the calendar. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to make it sound mysterious. Oh. This will hit your earballs July 27th, Saturday. By the time, if you're listening to this Saturday morning, tune in later on today for a Mass Effect Andromeda stream on twitch.tv backslash yeah dude gamers. Hell yeah. What it's time? It's bound to be a horrible time. <laughs> Noon Eastern. Noon. Noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find me there. Loving or hating life, who knows? We'll find out Yeah. when the Andromeda comes a-calling. Anyway, so I'll throw it over to you for kicking off our news Great. business. Okay, so after a class action lawsuit against Nintendo on behalf of Joy-Con users uh, was filed, Joy-Con users who are affected by the left Joy-Con joystick drifting issues nintendo has finally made a statement about the issues acknowledging them which they have been avoiding since the switches release two years ago in 2017 a lot of people have had issues with um the joy cons for some reason the joysticks will just register movement and drifting when there's nobody even touching them I thankfully haven't had this problem personally, but I know that like thousands and thousands of people have, and it's a huge problem that Nintendo has always just been ignoring this whole time. Um, the statement is <laughs> that they are, quote, aware of recent reports that some Joy-Con controllers are not responding correctly, which seems very lackluster to me, but 
at least it's something. Um, Just going, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Vice got hold of an alleged internal memo for Nintendo uh, that states that Nintendo will be starting to refund or send people who are affected by the Joy-Cons, that they'll send them new Joy-Cons for free. And I don't know how that will happen. But the internal memo has literally, like, Vice was like, we have an internal memo from Nintendo. And now everybody is using what Vice said as a source. So it feels kind of weird to me. So I don't know. Um, I have not heard or seen anything from Nintendo specifically about it. So I guess we'll find out if they are going to be refunding people or what. Um, It would be really cool of them to give free Joy-Cons or replace them or refund people who are affected, who can be like, yes, I purchased my Switch when it released, and I've had this problem the whole time, whatever. Um, the class action lawsuit, I know it sounds really silly to have like a lawsuit about like fucking controller issues. It seems very silly. But the complaint specifically brings the claims under various consumer protection statutes, as well as various warranty and common law claims. You can't sell somebody something that doesn't work and pretend that it does that's the law. <laughs> so it seems kind of silly, but it's also a good thing. I mean, you can. It just like, works. Oh my god, Bethesda. You you can. <laughs> but like it you can't You shouldn't. You can't and you shouldn't. But it's it sounds very silly to be like I'm suing Nintendo for my controller not working, but also it's like the principle of the thing kind of. And I think if we keep holding big companies like accountable, maybe the world will be better one day. Nice. That was a good neck crack. I don't know if you guys heard that, but my (laughs) God. That was nice. That That was was something. Do you want the next one? I do. Okay. So Overwatch's 31st hero has been revealed with an animated short and is now available in the PTR. Sigma, the new hero, is a scientist whose animated short shows him experimenting with gravity and black holes. Something goes wrong in his experiment. He's hospitalized and assumedly changed forever in some supernatural way. Yeah, we just watched it and it was terrifying. I don't, if anyone in the chat has, it's a combination. Like they took some of the people that worked on the cutscene animations for Twisted Metal 2 (laughs) and meshed them with a couple of people that had worked on um, Broken Saints, the motion comic animation. (laughs) Yeah. Mashed them together and went, make me something for this character <laughs> yeah. because it was very, if you took, um, the, the Arab from, um, broken saints, you take his character and mesh that with sweet tooth and you get this guy. <laughs> Cause there's just like a psychological break happening, but also like riffs in time and space. And yeah. is he a villain? Is he a good guy? Is he a scientist? You're is he a su- psychopath? Super weird. I'm well, wondering if they're going to have some sort of like Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know I, what's going I on. I know that but. there's like a weird amount of controversy, not controversy, but a weird amount of people talking about something because he's barefoot. He doesn't have shoes on. And instead of just being like, yeah, we just wanted, we just wanted him to not wear shoes. We're foot fetishists. It's fine. They were like, oh yeah, he doesn't wear shoes because uh, he's uh, mentally ill, and uh, you know you don't get to wear shoes in the mental hospital. And yeah, people you'd hang yourself from the shoe strings. And people, well, the thing is, people for, who have been to mental hospitals and were like, yeah, they don't, they take away your shoes, but they give you hospital socks. It's the best. Put them in hospital socks. Somebody just wants to look at feet. <laughs> so it's like a really weird thing. They could have just been like, yeah, we didn't want to put them in shoes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who cares? We got one dude who's just like, yeah, show me them feet. Jeez. You got Tarantino working over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you take the next one here. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the Sigma trailer, check it out. It's yeah. something. It's very um, something. Okay. Twitch Prime. Uh, a new promotion at Amazon is going to be offer- is offering a $15 Amazon credit gift card with a $15 purchase of either Fallout 76, The Last of Us Remastered, or The Sims 4, which have all been put on sale for $15 each. So you buy a game for $15, they send you $15 of Amazon money. Uh, the promotion is available only for Amazon slash Twitch Prime members only, obviously, you, which if you have Amazon Prime, you can just click a button and it connects your account to your Twitch account. Um, purchasers will get the $15 Amazon credit via email within seven days of their game purchase. So it's kind of like getting a free game, but also like The Last of Us Remastered is a very old game. Very good it's an amazing game, but it's a very old game. 76 is normally like a $20 game anyway. And The Sims 4 is constantly on sale on EA's website. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, but sure. I'll give you that, Amazon. You know what? I was like, hey, what a good way to get Fallout 76 for free. Yeah, basically. But I mean, that's just if I can pick for, it up on PC. For free in exchange for like ch- exchanging your money for for Amazon money. Yeah, like if I'm going to spend 15 or more dollars on something on Amazon anyway. Yeah, I like, guess just it's get a fair. free game out of it. Yeah. 79. Get out of here, Amazon. <laughs> you just don't know how to type. I don't. I can't talk and type at the same time. It's really the thing. Do we take the next one? Oh my god. While you're looking that up? Yeah, I could just pick it up for PS4 or why is it still $30 on PC, you shifty bastards? <laughs> anyway. I have so. it for PS4 and Xbox One. In case anybody would like a copy of Fallout 76 for the Xbox One, I will give it to you for a crisp $15. <laughs> a crisp $14.99. A crisp $15 bill, please. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, so the Epic Games Store. Uh, Epic Games is offering two free games next week instead of just one like they've been doing for a handful of months now. The games that are going to be free next week, or this week, actually, because I just picked them up. Oh, really? Uh, is it This War of week. Mine and Moonlighter. Epic says that they chose an M-rated title for that week's free game, in this case, This War of Mine. And they'll also going to offer a free game that's more accessible to players of all ages, Moonlighter. Yeah. So it, most weeks it'll be one game, but if they're like, we're going to... toss an M-rated one in there. Yeah. I want to know, I don't pay, nobody pays Epic for the Epic launcher to mm-hmm. exist to my knowledge mm-hmm. i know that there was a big deal we talked about before about epic taking less of the creator's money when you know you make a game and sarah's epic monster dating sim goes up on <laughs> epic games i just think that that's kind of the game you would it, make it's my dream so monster dater sarah's game goes up on epic compared to steam steam would take what was it, like 20 percent, 20 something percent of your sale price um, and yeah. that becomes steam money and then epic was only taking like 12 yeah so you know you make more money off of your game mm-hmm. going through epic which is nice so how do they but make there money are, so how are like the games that are coming out for free on epic are not 
they're better than some of the games I've got through like PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And I paid for PlayStation Plus. I don't this isn't like I'm not paying for Epic Games Prime or something like yeah. that. This is just it's anyone free. who has Epic Games gets a free game every week. It's free. I I hate to say it, but it's just kind of the way that life is right now with the internet the way it is. It's just that they're probably taking your data and selling it to somebody. It's very well could be. The way that you, how often you Epic click Epic Games your... Launcher also installs a keylogger, <laughs> which will give everything... Well, I mean, if you install anything on your computer, it can do anything it wants, basically. One of my fucking emails, like, I had to sign into my email on my email app, the built-in Samsung email app, and it was like, okay, by install by logging into this email, we will now... It was my work email, so I had to go, it like, submit something to IT and then it like gets approved and right. it was like, by logging into your work email on your personal Samsung phone with the Samsung mail app. We now reserve the right to erase all your data forever for any reason we want. And I was like, I know that that exists because you have to have some ability to like, if I hit the delete e- email button, it deletes my email. And like, I get that. Or if you remote wipe your phone, but also I don't want to be a statistic where my work email has, for some reason, erased all my data. I have so many cat pictures on my phone that I would never get back. <laughs> like, I that's see, I have everything set crazy. to back up to the cloud, so like... Oh, I don't. I have everything backed up. I have most things backed up to my SD card. But if that were to fry, I'd be fucked. Like, I could lose my entire device and everything is backed yeah. to, to the cloud. Because if you set it up so that like pictures taken from your phone are just backed up, to uh in our case google photos mm-hmm. it doesn't take up your drive space because it came from your phone oh that's weird like even really high but quality yet, images if i take a picture on my phone put it on my computer and put it from my computer into my google drive now it takes up space right i don't know what the dealio is there i don't but, know and i'm pretty sure like the things that i download off of reddit and the things that i download from twitter photo wise yeah like those get saved to the drive hmm. and it doesn't take up space. It's That's like, so weird. As long as it comes from my phone, it's fine. That's so weird. Oh, but anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, I just want to know, like, because these are some good games and I would like to know how, if at all the developers, do they have a say in what games go free? Is it just like, yeah, when I you wish s- I knew. this is like signing up for anchor where they're like, you signed up for the, to sell your shit on the Epic game store and we reserve the right to make it free for an entire week and give mm-hmm. it away to everyone. So they never have to buy your game ever. I would love to be able to talk to a, a developer of a game who. That a game that has been free on Epic specifically, and B, I'd like to talk to somebody at Epic, just real quick. But I've, we're not big enough. You can for give that. them a call now. They're probably still open twenty four seven. They're they're a big fan of that whole. Uh, they work like doctors, if you will. <laughs> Which come to find out, thirty six on the the whole ridiculous uh, how you know you're what do they call it a resident. Mm-hmm. When you're going to be a doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to work insane hours. Yeah. You're going to work like eight days a week, 26 hour days. And you're like, how does that? And they're like, shh, 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 it's just, fine. Just, you're going to do it. You're going to sleep on your feet mm-hmm. and you're going to remember everything. And you need to make sure that everything you do is with uh, utmost precision or you'll kill someone. Yep. Uh, like all this crazy workload that is the standard for med students apparently was a precedent set by a doctor back in like the 30s or like late 1800s early 1900s that was on uh, later found to be on a copious amount of cocaine 
Yeah. For the entire time. time. <laughs> so just like, oh, so this guy was coked the fuck out. Yeah. And he's the one we're going to set our baseline at. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, I listened to Sawbones, which is a podcast about medical history. And one of the episodes that they do, because one of the co-hosts is a doctor. And one of the episodes is about doctors now. Because most of the episodes are about doctors up to 500 years ago, where we had nothing figured out yet. And we thought that if you rubbed animal poop into a wound, it would cure it. So wow. now we've kind of figured it out a little bit better, but we're still a little bit crazy. And one of the episodes, she goes into how, yes, it's nuts that doctors work 36 on, four off, and they take a nap and they come right back. And it's because if you are being swapped between nurses and nurses and doctors and doctors, something is more likely to get lost in the fray. And I absolutely get that. But also, like, change the system then. And the next thing that I found interesting about that was that there is software on the computers at hospitals now, probably most hospitals, I won't say every hospital, like in emergency rooms and when you're admitted to the hospital, that when a doctor sits down at a computer to sign in and do all their reports that they have to do every however many hours, however many patients, a bunch of pop-ups will pop up on their computer and be like, hey, this patient needed this. Hey, this patient needed that. Hey, this patient requested to talk to you about X, Y, or Z. And they can't get to their reports without clicking dismiss on all of these notifications. And it... <sighs> It's kind of like when pop-up ads first started and they were very loud and flashy and they would get in your face and we were all like, oh my God, this is so annoying. And now if that happened to me, I would literally not even see it. I would just click away because it's like it registers to my brain as something that's in my way. Just get it out of there. Don't even think about it. It's the same with this like doctor software where it's like it's so normal to everybody to just like – not even see the little things to just get to the report and get it done that a, that's why it takes so fucking long to see a doctor when you're admitted to the goddamn hospital and B why things get lost in the phrase still. It's not even just that they're on for 36 hours straight and they have seen 80 million patients and they're so stressed out and they're tired and their wife's probably cheating on them. But it's also just that like so many things are getting lost in the cracks because of the way that we do things as a society and the way the doctors do things because that's how they've always done them. And it's stupid. I like went off at the hospital the other day because like, yes, I get it. Everybody there is sick. Everybody there has needs. But you know what? When you have a type one diabetic who is in the hospital, somebody has got to be checking the blood sugar at some point. At least, You know, there. especially where Morgan had to have an x-ray the other day. So her glucose meter had to be yanked out because the x-ray would have just fried it anyway so it's not even like she can just be like oh i'm fine i looked at my phone i know that i'm good there's no way the nurses have to come do it you can't just do it yourself the nurses have to come do it the nurses have to do the insulin the nurses have to do all the meds and it's like that's great and all but you could be gone for six hours because you're fucking busy because there aren't enough nurses there's plenty of nurses in the world <laughs> I know this for a fact because I work with them a lot. There's plenty of them. They would love to work in ERs and hospitals. They're just not getting hired because they're like, oh, 15 nurses for 80 patients? That seems like enough. It's garbage. It's like nobody should sit there with their IV machine beeping at them for an hour and a half because nobody noticed. Nobody should do that. It's almost like uh, they're just training uh, not 
not like EMTs, but uh, when we were training for first aid, first response for the factory. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things they taught us is we were learning, you know, just basic CPR and wound care. Mm -hmm. And when they were getting into the CPR end of it, they're like, if someone is choking and they're still coughing and breathing, they're not choking. Leave them alone. Like if they are still breathing in any manner at all, even if that's coughing, whatever, they're like, they're not dying. Mm -hmm. They're still air getting in. Like your job is to step in when they are like on death's doorstep and they need someone to physically like pump their heart. I'm like Jesus. I guess. But if it's I also ridiculous. saw someone who was like, clearly they can breathe, but they're choking me as a person who is I mean, not Heimlich, trained. But I'm still going to Heimlich. Yeah. I mean, they gave us that. Like if someone is like try like yeah. actually choking, but they're like, if someone's unconscious and still breathing, don't do anything. They're fine. Like, okay, cool. I That's, guess. All right. That's it's yeah. kind of like they also apparently don't teach the use of tourniquets anymore, except in dire situations. That's crazy. Um, like if a leg gets cut off or something. Right. That's crazy. Or if like you're going to die of blood loss, mm. then, you know, tourniquet. But because I guess they were finding that like, oh, someone got a like a severe cut on this arm. And rather than just putting pressure on it, they put a tourniquet on. And by the time you get to the hospital, it's been without, oh, yeah. deprived of blood and oxygen for so long that the limbs are gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's bad. <laughs> they're like, we were just sick and tired of people losing limbs because that yeah. was like their first, their, that was their bandage response instead of just like, maybe I'll make it to the hospital. Mm -hmm. It's but, much better for you. But like, and I don't want to hear anybody in the fucking discord go off on me because like, <laughs> ooh, the system works because you know what? It fucking doesn't. You know Static's going to hop in there and be like, I, rah, the system works, even if he doesn't agree. It doesn't. I have so many students who can tell me that the system work does not work from the inside. I can see it from the outside. I was at the hospital for like four hours yesterday. It doesn't work. The nurses at our local hospital are actually like so amazing and nice. And all of Morgan's nurses have been so great that I have seen. But like the system does not work. It's hanging on by a thread. Like, it's just working because we all expect, like, this is the way we always do it. And that's the way it always works. Where if it was like, you have two nurses for every person and you got 10 people. Yeah, that's a lot of nurses running around. But that means that nobody's going to be like, oh, you needed antibiotics seven hours ago. I'm so sorry. Whoops. Now you're going to die. Like, that should happen at the last hospital that Morgan had to stay at. It was like, oh, you needed something? So sorry. We forgot. Oops. It was somebody's shift change. It pisses me off sorry. so much. Yeah. Welcome to Sarah's hot takes on hospitals. It's been a fucking week. <laughs> it's been so <laughs> fucking much. I mean, I'm really uh. grateful to all of my friends who have been like extremely helpful, especially as a person who cannot drive a car legally. <laughs> <laughs> I can drive a car, but I can't do it legally. <laughs> I can drive a car illegally. I can drive a car, but I don't have my license because I don't feel, I don't see the point. What's the point? I don't need one. We still have two news things. <laughs> oh, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I just went, Why don't you bring us into those? I just went off. Okay. <laughs> the, the PlayStation <laughs> summer sale has started officially um, as of this past Tuesday. And it will run until August 20th at 8 a.m. Pacific or 5 a.m. Eastern and there's some games that are like up to 75% off which is crazy there's like a huge 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 long list on PlayStation's website on the PlayStation blog so it would be way too many to actually list but it was it's crazy 
Um, and EA Access, which is EA's subscription, monthly subscription service for access to games, just like every other fucking access. I'm getting so sick and tired of these subscription this and subscription that. Yeah. Um, but it's now available on PS4. It was previously only available on PC and Xbox One. So it's now on PS4, which is cool. Um, it's five bucks a month, $4.99 a month or $29.99 for a year. And you get access to a, a huge library of games. I don't know what games, but a huge library of games. That was all the news. I'm sorry that there was a break <laughs> where I had to go off for a little bit about nursing. Nope. It's, it's all good. <laughs> it's been a really, really fun couple days for me. It sounds it. It sounds like a delightful sure, time. My mom called uh, yesterday when Morgan officially posted on Facebook that she was in the hospital. Um my mom called to make sure that I that everything was okay, that she was okay, that I was okay, that I didn't need anything. And I just it was I was in the throes of trying to figure out the whole car situation. Um and she I just went off for like 20 minutes just venting about how I had to like worry about very specific things in a very specific order because otherwise the whole day wouldn't work. And she just stayed quiet on the phone and she was like, Okay, so you're having a time. <laughs> I was like, I am having a time. I'm sorry. <sighs> but it, I mean, everything, having a time. everything worked out. It's fine. Morgan might be home tomorrow, but who knows? We shall see. Yeah. Point is, she'll be home eventually. Eventually. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you weren't aware when we started this episode that Morgan wasn't here and it was going to be derailed like a crazy train, yeah. then whoops, y- you know better now. This podcast <laughs> is part of our lives, so it felt <laughs> weird to be like, Morgan's in the hospital. Let's start at the show now. But also, it would be remiss if we were just like, it's fine. Everything's normal. Put on the happy face. The yeah. show must go on. But, I don't know uh, what I, I don't know how to do that. Oh, God, right? <laughs> Before this gets into a completely other conversation, yeah. let's, uh, we'll say goodbye for this week. We'll see you all again next week with another episode of Twig. Until then, don't forget to check out the Amazon mystery link. Yeah. Because who knows what it is? Nobody sure knows don't. what it is. I don't even know what it is because I haven't said it yet. Oh my god! Uh, okay, we'll see you later. Bye. See ya. This week in gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks.